0: One of interim U.S. House Speaker Patrick McHenry's first official acts in a temporary role was to oust Nazi Pelosi from her honorary office at the Capitol while she was away in California to pay tribute to Senator Diane Feinbang. Thank you, uh, Patrick McHenry, making all of our days. Uh, uh, Here's what he said, quote, Please vacate the space tomorrow. The room will be rekeyed. He's going to change the locks. A top Republican aide on the Republican controlled House Administration Committee wrote in an email to Nazi Pelosi's office. According to Politico, the email added that the uh, private office had been reassigned for speaker office use and ordered her to vacate the space by Wednesday. <laughs> Again, all I can say is. All right, let's go to the action on the Florida House of Representatives yesterday. Uh, We will start at the top with digital media file number one. This is how all of this went down. Now, again, if you're wondering what I think about this, because you tuned into this talk radio show. By the way, please help me save talk radio. Make plans and make a habit of listening to the live shows. Yes, we make the best podcasts in the world. This is true. And the new Christendom Daily Podcast got over a 1,000 views in one day in the last five days. That was our first goal. So I want to thank all of you for for helping promote it and for subscribing and making it possible. Um, So we make the best podcasts in the world, the most important ones, too. But how many of you just had a minor freakout when Maggie played the emergency broadcast system tone and you didn't see it coming? (laughs) Well, Why did you have a minor freakout? Because it's live radio. And here on the Crusade Channel, we're trying to save live talk radio, news talk. It's important because we seem to be practically alone. So make a habit of a Finding a way to listen live. I'm serious about this. I don't think you're going to be very happy with a world that has no broadcast live news talk radio in it. Or what it has is not what you're currently getting here, which we have been serving to you for almost eight years now. You know, we're coming up on our eight-year anniversary here on the Crusade Channel. So here's Matt Gates, And by the way, while you're listening to Matt, please go to crusadechannel.com forward slash donate uh, the, the, the goal today is $1,000. I need, seriously, to raise one large, as the gangsters say. Yeah, yeah, thone, you know, we need to wait a lot. I need a large. Any need one large today. $1,000. Crusadechannel.com forward slash donate for our monthly crowdfunding. Uh, click the donate button at the top of the page in the Crusader Stadium chat room. Um, and uh, as little as five or as much as you can spare. All right, here's... Here's how it went down in the House of Representatives yesterday.
1: Mr. Speaker, my friend from Oklahoma says that my colleagues and I who don't support Kevin McCarthy would plunge the House and the country into chaos. Chaos is Speaker McCarthy. Chaos is somebody who we cannot trust with their word. The one thing that the White House, House Democrats, and many of us on the conservative side of the Republican caucus would argue is that the thing we have in common, Kevin McCarthy said something to all of us at one point or another that he didn't really mean and never intended to live up to. I don't think voting against Kevin McCarthy is chaos. I think $33 trillion in debt is chaos. I think that facing a $2.2 trillion annual deficit is chaos. I think that not passing single-subject spending bills is chaos. I think the fact that we have been governed in this country since the mid-90s by continuing resolution and omnibus is chaos. And the way to liberate ourselves from that is a series of reforms to this body that I would hope would outlast Speaker McCarthy's time here would outlast my time here and would outlast either of our majorities. Reforms that I have heard some of the most conservative members of this body fight for and some of the reforms that we've been battling for that I've even heard those in the Democratic caucus say would be worthy and helpful to the House. Like open amendments. Like understanding what the budget is. We have been out of compliance with budget laws for most of my life, most of many of your lives. And by the way, if we did those things, if we had single-subject bills, if we had an understanding on the top line, if we had open amendments, if we had trust and honesty and understanding, there would be times when my conservative colleagues and I would lose. Might be a few times when we'd win. There'd be times that we would form partnerships that might otherwise not be uh, really predictable in the American body politic, but the American people would see us legislating these last few days We've suspended the momentum that we had established the week earlier where we were bringing bills to the floor voting on them Staying late at night working hard. That's what the American people expect It's something speaker McCarthy hasn't delivered and that's why I've moved to vacate the chair. I
0: reserve. so uh, There you go. That's 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 how it went down Talking about a civics lesson, uh, Ashley, and the rest of you that enjoyed American Civics 101 yesterday when I gave it to you on the uh, the, the United States Senate. That was a civics lesson there. Single item spending bill. I'm not going di- to dig into the nuts and bolts of this because it's not necessary. And you'd be bored to tears by it anyway. This is a significant event. Again, it means that rotten leadership doesn't get away with being rotten. And especially doesn't get away with doing dastardly things. Did you catch the part about passing dead on to future generations? This is generational theft, they call it. And they do it with reckless abandon. Look, look here. Another reason why Speaker McCarthy had to go. Dude. $2 trillion in debt for the last year was just tallied on September the 30th. They're going to do it again. There is, as I said yesterday, there is no indication whatsoever, <laughs> none, this much. Zero point zero. That these clowns and the House of Representatives are representing, we're going to get serious about this. And we're going to stop the crack whore spending. And that's that's basically what they have been doing. Because they have a printing press. Because they have a Federal Reserve. And because they're able to get away with it. And they have been continuing to get away with it. So, all Matt Gates did was yesterday say, uh, no, that era, that time ends today. 844 527 8723 844 5 Crusade. This is a, 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 I got a lot of great stories to get to here today. Please stop telling us everything is fine with the economy. It's not. <laughs> This is from AM Greatness. Here's another one that I, uh, I want to dig into. All hail the Uniparty's demise. All right, I'll hail it. Now, this is by, written by David Stockman. If you don't know who David Stockman is, David Stockman is the member of the House of Representatives that quit his uh, H.O.R., House of Representatives seat, back in 1981 so he could become Ronald uh, Wilson Reagan's director, of uh, budget director, or whatever the, uh, the job title was in uh, in the White House. Um, uh, and then when the first budget came through, Stockman, in shock, looked at it because he was part of the Reagan campaign team, looked at it and went like, this isn't what we agreed to do, dude. Hey, hey, dude, hey, Gipper, dude. Uh, you know, man, uh, you said we were going to like cut spending and stuff. Uh, this is adding spending and stuff and debt. And uh, Reagan told him, that, or somebody said, look, that's the only way we can get the tax cuts through is we have to agree to this. And Stockman went, well, you can agree to it. I quit. And he did. He walked away. So there have been principal people. By the way, that's something else that, that uh, and uh, so the list of the seven. I told you I was going to give you the names of the seven that voted for the L resolution. O yesterday. And it is. I'm looking for the little, here it is. So if you were wondering, And now I can't find the story. <laughs> I had it. Right. I know. Uh, I know it. Uh, I know Nancy Mace. I know Biggs. I know Gates. I know. Um, oh gosh, here it is. Gates, Biggs, Mace. You no, know, that's not the list. And Maggie had to go feed the chickens. So, uh, I, I, I promise you, I'll get you the list. Uh, but there were eight total. Those people are patriots. That was a courageous thing to do. The definition of leadership is doing things that aren't popular but are right to do. Was it the right thing to do? I think it was. Was it popular? No. I wonder if anyone's going to go out there and take a poll on this and report back on the results. Because, you know, I've often said the American Shursons don't want a balanced budget. They don't want the government to stop borrowing money. Because if they did, then they'd have to start living differently. And they go, like, hey, hey, do hey, 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 Lama. You know, uh, hey, where's my handout? Where's my free stuff? Where do I got to pay for this? Hell. You didn't want to run up any more debt, so this is what's going to cost you to run the government that we've been running. Well, oh, hey, uh, yeah, hey, bro, I didn't sign up for that. All hail the Uniparty's demise by David Stockman. History will show that the inflection point—the inflection point was the cold turkey demise of the Uniparty's bootless Ukrainian project. The fact. of, wait, do you hear the John Kirby? soundbite the the little stooge that works in the pentagon as a spokesman for the biden regime and for the five-sided symbol of all things evil in the world yes that's what it is uh uh, coming up here on the mike church on the crusade channel live talk radio emphasis on the live and talk radio part of it we're doing a fundraising campaign today. Uh, for the month of October, we're going to raise $4,500. We haven't missed a target in the last six months, so I'm confident that we'll hit this. Uh, and uh, that, so I'm praying, hoping, and not worrying. But today, we need to get to a milestone, which is 1,000, at least 1,000 of it today. Will you help us out? CrusadeChannel.com forward slash donate Uh, or click the donate button at the top of the chat room tab. And thank you very much in in advance. Or after the fact, if you've already contributed. History will show that the inflection point was the cold turkey demise of the Uniparty's bootless Ukrainian project. The fact is, RFK Jr.'s independent candidacy is the political death knell for its current sponsors, that is, Biden and the Beltway War Party careerists. Who have saddled America with this pointless, shameful, financially ruinous incarnation of yet another forever war? <laughs> Wasn't Pratt Pratt in a movie? Didn't Amazon have a movie called uh, What was it? No, what was it called? Forever or Future War? Or, or, or I thought it was Forever War. Um, maybe not. And the coming House GOP fratricide virtually guarantees that the open-ended. billion rat line to Kiev will abruptly run dry for want of congressional action. That's another thing. How are they now going to cobble together the support needed to continue throwing money at the tyrannical little Jew who's running Ukraine? If anything, besides another government shutdown, which we all pray for, comes out of this, it should be that the giveaway, and look, this is a money laundering operation. If you don't know how this works, money goes to Ukraine. It is then trickled down into the coffers of the oligarchs and the other usual suspects over there who then trickle it down. How you like that for trickle-down economics? trickle it down to their lobbyist buddies. There's a guy that put something on Twada this morning. One of these lobbyist guys just signed a deal with one of the Ukrainian oligarchs for how much was it per month? I mean, Hunter Biden has to be looking at this going like, dude, I didn't even get that much. $25,000. That's what it's worth. It's worth worth paying a lobbyist $25,000 a month to help launder American largesse that gets laundered through Ukraine, supposedly all in the name of the freedom, mom and apple pie, because if the Ukrainians lose, they tell us, then the Taiwanese and the rest and America loses, which is a complete steaming pile of bull you-know-what. Back to Stockman. Then the dominoes will fall in a good way. The Ukrainian government and military, which is being f- uh, funded down to the last civilian firearm and military MRE kit from Uncle Sam's deleted bank account or depleted bank account, will collapse in chaos, possibly even before this season's freeze of the uh, of the Pontic steps is over. Thereafter, will follow a hasty peace conference and partition of the Ukrainian states. And the stockman said, hooray! I said, hooza. Wouldn't that be a day? The latter was a historical aberration that had never been built to last anyway, and which has been tyrannically assembled by Lenin, Stalin, and Khrushchev for reasons having nothing to do whatsoever with either the past history— he's talking about how Ukraine was formed in 1946— or the contemporary welfare of the disparate peoples who lived there. Ukraine's imminent demise means that the four provinces that's Donetsk, Luhansk, Zaporizhia, and Kherson of historic Novorossiya will join Crimea in a return to their historic conjugal affiliation with Mother Russia. I, this is exactly what I have been telling you, and what our guests that have been on the Mike Churchill and the Crusade Channel have been t- telling you since this disaster began in February of 2022. This is is exactly what I have been telling you. Stockman just has different creds. Uh, They will will, uh, make their uh, rejoin their affiliation with Mother Russia while the rump state in the center and west will gain the independence from all things Russian that its mainly Ukrainian nationalist populace has stubbornly sought. Now, if you don't think that the regime is in utter outright panic Listen to John Kirby yesterday, basically laying out the fake story that if Congress bails on funding Ukraine, these are all the dominoes that are going to tumble. He just makes this up as he goes along, but it, but it has to grow, the menace has to grow in stature as he goes. Kirby. Kirby. Uh, you played it, number eight and nine. This is live from the five sanded, uh, five-sided hive, the pentagram-sided hive of evil.
2: Supporting Ukraine strengthens our national security. How? It's the right thing to do, not just for the Ukrainian Why? people, but for the American people as well. Countering what do I, I get out of Wage it, war on a neighboring nation may actually prevent a larger conflict in which American troops might needed. And it sends a strong signal to other would-be aggressors who may be considering military action and invasions of their neighbor's territory that that sort of action is unacceptable and they will pay the consequences. They will be held accountable by the United States and by the international community.
0: Whose faggot army is going to do the accountability part? How are you going to get this done? This is exactly what Leslie Graham was saying the other day. Uh, this is good for America This, is, If it's good for Ukraine, it's good for America Well explain it, explain it to me A beat of amber beer chugger yesterday afternoon How this is good for me Brian Koch was in Wharton, Texas Slamming down a Shiner Bach How is it good for Brian? Dan Mundy was up in New Jersey Wrestling with a pig How is it good for Mitter Mundy? Chris in Colorado was wrestling with a log As he's building his log cabin He's been working on for 11 years how is it good for Chris? Ashley was tooling about the Tampa Bay hinterlands or interstate cobweb, shuttling two children around to and from CCD in school. How is it good for Ashley? I'm giving you concrete. Ex- explain how this is good. Oh, that's right, because if we lose, Putin is going to send an armada of Russian naval vessels and they're going to invade us. The Russians will hit us on the East Coast. The Chinese will hit us on the West Coast. Well, I have a question. How are you going to get the Russian Navy out of the warm water part that, port that is Crimea and then out of the cold water port up in the north there of Russia? How are you going to get them past our Trident submarines and assorted Navy uh, <clears throat> What's the term that they use? Fleets. Are they just going to blow all of our ships out of the water, John? How are the Chinese going to do the same thing? How are they going to? uh, I think we can pretty much see them from space now. How are they going to get from China and whatever port they sail out of? Because they can't fly and invade San Diego. Well, I never said they were going to invade. I just said to the American people, it's good for. Them. Okay, well, why? What do I again? What do I get out of it? So there was eight. Here's nine. Look, they're panicking. They know that the funding. They know that the, that. I'm gonna I'm gonna share something else with you. that tells me uh, uh, that tells me why I, they're panicking, or, or 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 that they know that the congressional gig, the congressional rubber stamp on the forever war in Ukraine is about to end. And
2: on your first question, still no indication that there's been any kind of widespread corruption or, or inappropriate use of U.S. capabilities. As a matter of fact, I don't know who that asked me before about expenditure rates, but I mean, oftentimes the stuff that's getting to Ukraine, it's going hand to mouth. I mean, you know, matter of days before some stuff gets there and then a matter of days more before it's being used on the battlefield. Not not every system, of course, but the Ukrainians are in a very active fight. They're using the stuff that's being provided to them.
0: And on your first- All right, there is, this is how you know. This is what the Biden regime, lawless as it is, is going to do. Did you hear that? The mo- money goes from us to them and from hand to mouth. Real, okay, if that's true, and if you really wanted a peace, if peace is always supposed to be the objective of just war, all of you need to understand this. What is the objective of, just, of a just war? Emphasis on the just part. It is the, res- the restoration of peace. Because a just war will be fought when the peace has been broken. One side is the aggressor, or one side is the villain, if you will. Uh, it's, that's what makes it a just war. Why are you fighting a just war and violating one of God's commandments, thou shalt not commit murder, and killing other men because it's a just war? But what is the end? You always have to have a final cause. What's the final cause? Here again, Civics 101. What's the final cause of war? Peace. The final cause of war is not co- is not war. The final cause of war is peace. You fight a war to bring about peace, to defeat or vanquish or cripple an enemy so that peace is the result. How come we never hear about peace from John Kirby or the regime leader or any of these clowns that are benefiting to the uh, to the tens of billions of dollars they and their buddies? Why don't we ever hear the word peace? Because it's not what the final cause for them is pillage. It is, it's looting. It's pillage. And you are the pill, and I are the pillagee. There's some new lingo there for you. If you're just joining us, welcome aboard. Mike Churchill here on the Crusade Channel, Talking about the big uh, hoop do doo in Congress yesterday. Speaker McCarthy, hey, gong, G-O-N-G, gone. And then the aftermath of that with David Stockman and, uh, and others about how this was a defeat for the neocons and conservatives of Inc., as we have been talking about. Meaning it's a victory for all of us. When they lose... They can't do more they can't do more damage. So you might go, bitter church play, that wasn't a victory us because the damage is limited. Remember, I've been telling you, look, you may not want to vote for Trump. You may not want to vote the 2024 presidential election. You may say, what's the point? He's gonna be minna, mina, mitigate, Mittergate the damage. If that's the best that you can do, then that's what you do. It's not saying that, well, I will accept this. this is the lesser to no. know. If that's how you can, and if that's your only option to mitigate the damage, then that's what you do. This mitigates the damage. Stockman. Even more importantly, the collapse of the Ukrainian project triggered by this weekend's events will badly expose and blatantly discredit the big lie of, on which the unspeakable destruction and death occasioned by Washington's proxy war against Russia was predicated. To wit, this ghastly war never, ever, ever, never, ever, ever, never had anything remotely to do with America's homeland safety and security. It was not a 60-40 mistake of policy judgment, but a 100%, 100 wrong call. The shocking next chapter is that Zelensky will soon be hiding out in Costa Rica and the Kiev caretakers will sue for peace yet America's homeland security will be no worse for the wear. When it comes to the latter, the impending partition of the Russian and non-Russian-speaking peoples of this woe-begone land will prove to be of no more uh, moment than the 1993 divorce of the nearby Slovaks and the Czechs. And then he lists a map here. Uh, to be sh- uh, And then he talks about Wilson's concoction of Czechoslovakia um uh, And how that came about During the Cold War years thereafter, of course Czechoslovakia was held together only by the iron fist of communist rulers Yet before the Soviet collapse was barely called in January 93 These incom- uh, incompatible peoples went their separate ways In a velvet divorce With nary a pint of blood spilled Or a single Czech crown wasted And then he's basically showing the difference between Ukraine Ukraine before the war, World War II, and Ukraine afterwards, uh, because Stalin basically redrew the map, and then threw the four regions of the Donbass into Ukraine. They weren't part of Ukraine before. This is the great lie that people don't know.